Hello and welcome to today's ResiCast. We're talking about well-being in residential with author, broadcaster and master interior designer Naomi Cleaver and Johnny Caddock, who's founder and managing director at Moda Living. Naomi, um, what does well-being mean to you? It, it can mean lots of things to different people, but in your mind, when people talk about well-being yeah. in design, what does it, what does it mean? Well, it's a very it's a very broad term, and it's become um, a real buzzword at the moment, hasn't it? But um, for me, well-being is just about feeling good. And as an interior designer, uh, trying to create a sense of well-being is implicit in in what you do. That's nothing new. Um, you should always endeavour to create spaces that people feel really good in. And interior design isn't just about um, pretty pictures; it's about lots of other stuff. So, um, and what sort of stuff? does that entail so if you're if you're given a building to design the interiors for what does that entail what what are you, what freedom do you have well you you know if you've got a good client you've got a reasonably reasonably good amount of freedom and you're working hand in hand with your client not just in terms of like I say pretty pictures you're but you're working with them strategically to create a sense of well-being you want to create a sense of place um, you want to cr- connect with the wider community with the town or city within which the building sits um, and uh, you want to connect with the residents and the end users in ways that they're not even aware of. So like I say, it's not just about prioritising and privile- privileging the visual. You want to, as an interior designer, make sure you're stimulating and um, enriching the lives of your residents through all their other senses. For example, touch and sound and Quite scent. subliminal stuff. Subliminal stuff, exactly. It's not just about the conscious, it's about the subconscious. But it's also, Johnny Caddock, it's also about the way that you operate buildings, isn't it? So there's a degree to which if you've got the process right, you can reduce stress. And if you've got the right staff, you can really make people feel good. And if you've got the right technology, you can help people tap into to new opportunities, can't you, to, to help promote fitness and, and mental well-being? Yeah, I think from a motor perspective, it really starts at the beginning of the journey when we identify the site and the location of where one of our projects will be and I think that's the immediate environment of um, of the you know the the, the uh, adjacencies and where we are sitting within a city and then how we design the building from that perspective trying to animate as many areas that we can do um, utilizing the best that we can do for outside space and then putting that with our management team and introducing a various number of initiatives everything from the technology that we put in the buildings the way we design the amenity spaces and then as you say the hassle-free elements, and that's what Build to Rent is really going to revolutionise for the customers, for the rental market. It's taking away all that stress, that stress that everybody has as a tenant and that everybody's been used to and puts up with, but will no longer have to do. And, and in terms of Angel, Angel Gardens in Manchester, which is opening pretty much as we speak, that's obviously over the road from Victoria Station. It's right near to the Northern Quarter, which is the, the trendy bit of Manchester full of bars and, and record shops and, and fashion outlets and fundamentally you know you're going to have hundreds of people living in in one building that are going to have to interact with each other and, and what you want to be doing is making their lives as as hassle-free as possible yeah we're, we're part of the noma master plan and the legibility between our scheme the adjacent occupiers the, the city center um it's all about what we what we built into the scheme and we've we found different initiatives to bring together so whether it's our partnerships with tfl with uber um, with hero well-being 
it's different ways that we can add extra value to our customers and, and provide those services. And Hero's been one of the biggest initiatives that we've done, as well as the design of the buildings. Hero's our tech partner for health and wellbeing, and that's going to introduce various different initiatives for our customers, from mental and nutrition to lifestyle sessions, seminars. Um, the app on, the, on our MyModa app, which is the, the portal for our customers, which will introduce them to all these different aspects. Uh, when you do sign up to one of our buildings, you do get a 3D body scan as part of the, uh, the complimentary offer, as complimentary gym as well. And we're trying to give our, our customers a breadth of opportunities that they will be able to benefit from. And, and the idea is that you're bringing together not just physical fitness and, and personal training, but also mental health advice, nutrition, sleep, and all of these other things which are often they're often left out of the conversation like people think about pumping weights and doing spinning classes whereas actually it's just as important what you're eating and yeah. how you're sleeping i think i think we were doing a lot of these things um in the design process um and then a couple of years ago we started putting it in and, and i think what what we found is the health and well-being is now in the last couple of years been coming around we were doing it anyway and then when we got on board with hero we looked at all these different initiatives that we could do and we've realized that we can offer these to our customers. And effectively, we want people who move into a motor building to be healthier and happier. And it doesn't just constitute uh, gym and, and weights, as you say. It's, it's a, that's part of a holistic set of different initiatives. And, and Naomi Cleaver, if, if Johnny and, and other people developing build-to-rent buildings are able to do this, those buildings are going to be worth more, aren't they? Because people will be happier, fitter, and they'll stay longer. Well, they will. And in fact, there's been quite a lot of research done that has proven um, people will stay and they're even prepared to pay up to 10% premium for those benefits as well. Um, Why wouldn't you, really? Um, And I think what's been incredibly exciting about our partnership with Moda is that I've been banging on for years that um, you have to design you have to design collaboratively with your client and designing a space is not just about the space it's about the human beings not only who use it but who service it as well you know it's all very well for example designing a beautiful hotel but that's not going to be satisfactory if the service is really poor so if you've got a fabulous combination of great service really good space as well then you're going to nail it and, and what have been some of the challenges then at Angel Gardens? Because it's, it's pretty much the biggest residential building outside of London. It's certainly the, the most prominent and, and biggest build-to-rent scheme. It is. Um, it's a big beast. Um, so how do, you, how do you design a building like that to offer a really personal experience that prioritises well-being whilst being obviously efficient from an investor perspective? Well, I approach it in the way that I approach all my clients, uh, all, all, all my uh, clients and all my projects, which is we're designing for human beings. You've got to think about the human being first and human scale. And that's particularly important when you're working on a very large building too. So you've got to think about what's the experience, what's the approach experience, what's the, what are people going to touch when they first enter the building? What are they going to touch when they first engage with, with um, staff? We've designed the reception desk in um, Angel Gardens in a very sculptural, um, highly tactile way um, for, those, for those reasons. We've thought very, very carefully about um, flooring materials we've thought very carefully about um all all the materials that we've used so that there's a very high tactile feel to it as johnny was saying you know there's a, uh, a really um very rigorous 
and innovative element of tech in the offer, in the Moda offer, and specifically in Angel Gardens. But as um, somebody very wisely said, with high tech, you need high touch. And that's what we've endeavoured to do, to balance the high tech with a high degree of high touch so, as well. And talk us through some of those materials. So to, to describe sure. what, what you'll find. Well, so when you walk into the fire, what is it you see? What is it, what is it you Historically, feeling? it's a really interesting site. It's um, the site of Shoot Hill Mill, which was the first cotton mill to be um, steam-powered. So we've taken a lot of our um, inspiration from textile manufacture, and as you walk in, you've got um, a, a, an atrium with um, a significant amount of sort of structural steel in there. So what we've what I've done is design um, a light fitting that winds around the structural steel, um, which is a kind of reference to um, cotton looms. Um, that's good. That's an absolute one-off. It's never been done before. It's going to look amazing. We've also got um, a feature wall in there, which is made of. Um, it's a kind of cotton sculpture so that's not only going to look good and feel good it's also going to ameliorate sound so that's the other thing when you're designing you know quite large spaces you have to create um, a sense of intimacy and that's not just about breaking down the space which I would advocate into kind of nooks and crannies human beings are very drawn to nooks and crannies but it's also about creating um, intimacy that we can perceive with our other senses as well and, and Johnny Caddick, that's quite an important point, isn't it? This, this ability to offer people a really personal experience despite the scale of a building. Because from a mode perspective, you're developing a, a significant scale which enables a number of, of big amenity spaces, lots and lots of different services. But at the same time, you want that personal boutique feel, don't you? Yeah, you were, we're building communities. And I think that's at the heart of what we're doing. <clears throat> and what what we're trying to do with 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 Manchester with Angel Gardens and and across the motor portfolio really is the have these these homes with this all this accessibility towards the the amenity areas the outside areas and the the opportunity to meet new people if they want to do uh, so it's not we're not forced fun we're not forced events um, it's the opportunity to get out there loneliness is very prevalent with uh, inner city apartment living I think in, in most parts of society people don't know their neighbours these days because they, they hide behind whether it be technology or, or other activities and, and a lot of people just don't have time and time is one of the, the big luxuries and what we can try and provide people with at a motor building so you're on from day one with your, your internet um, everything is done for you in terms of taking away all that, that um, service, pro- service problems that you would have and giving a full service provision. So, you know, if you're out at work and you need somebody to come in and, and fix something, they can have an access to your, your apartment and go in within 30 seconds, uh, access within 30 seconds, not within 30 seconds, and see a problem and fix something. Or if you've got a, um, you, you need your apartment cleaned, they can get the, the access there. So back in the days where you've got a flat and you have a problem, you have to wait at home for a delivery or you have to wait for someone to come and fix something. All these problems are taken away. It's a different style of living. And I think that's what we're trying to do. And, and where do you think where do you think the industry is going to get to over the next few years? Because well-being is starting to become something people do talk about. But do you think consumers are, are going to start to really judge different buildings on some of these criteria? Is this going to be part of the the, the consideration process for, for renters? Do you think over the next few years going forward? I think absolutely. I think um, 
I mean, lots of people is, is becoming very, very prevalent, um, health and well-being. I think people didn't know or understand what it was a few years ago. Now they're talking about it. <clears throat> and as you say, now people are talking about it. They're realising that this needs to be front and centre in their lives. It's about, I mentioned time, it's about people being time poor and, and what's the quality of their life, you know. is whether you go to work, you could be paid a phenomenal amount of money, but if you don't enjoy your job, you're not going to be ultimately happier at the end of the day. So people are looking at what makes them happy in life. And a lot of people are now looking for experiences over material things. And they're the very much, if you, what we do at Motors, we look at our customers and we look at what we can offer them. And we know that health and well-being is the, the forefront of, of their requirements. And, and we're absolutely delighted that we have the infrastructure to provide it. And Naomi Cleaver, we talked a little bit about the, uh, the, the welcome and the lobby area. Tell us a little bit about your, your approach to the interior design of, of the rooms of, of people's actual apartments. How of what what sorts of materials and colours and themes hmm. have you brought in there, and what's been some of the the ambition? Well, I think we've got to. Well, we did. We definitely took very seriously that we're designing for lots of different kinds of people. We also want to, and this goes also to the heart of what well-being is and how to achieve well-being uh, we want to create a space that people feel they can personalize as well so I concentrated very much on materials more than colors because I think colors are quite subjective um, and what was particularly exciting with this project is that I designed all the furniture in these apartments so all the furniture is absolutely bespoke and we're, we work with some fantastic people. We've got very, very high-quality furniture. Um, and I think we've created apartments that really compete uh, exceptionally through the sector as a result of having, the, um, having that resource. And, and is there a different approach you have to take designing a rental building versus a regular, uh, a regular for sale building? Is there a different approach you take to the sorts of materials, the dexterity you need to... Tactile. Well, obviously, durability and maintenance is something that um, one has to think about as an interior designer because on, on, a, on a built rent scheme, because it's it's uh, owner operated. Yeah, it? it's it's you know people people don't necessarily well they, they don't own their apartments, so um, there's not that sense of ownership. Not to say that our residents <laughs> won't look after. But equally, it's, it's got to look amazing year three it as has. it does year one. It has, yeah. You know, we're talking about the the um, you know, Modo are, are owner operators, and so durability um, is absolutely key. And that's in fact why we've designed our own furniture as well, so we can get really exceptional looks partnered with um, bomb proof durability. And a lot of this has been manufactured out in Italy, hasn't it? Um, it has in part. Some is manufactured in the UK. We're very keen on manufacturing in the UK. Um, as a design practice, we have our own workshop as well, and we're making quite a few of the pieces in Angel Gardens, and um, we're very, very committed to um, UK manufacturing. And, and, and that's, that's quite a key thing, isn't it, Johnny Caddock, in terms of the, the mode of business being a, a British-born and bred company? Um, and obviously your whole philosophy is, is working across different UK cities to improve the rental experience mm. for, for 9 million people that, that rent privately. 
Yeah, and every every building is different. Every building has the mode of DNA at the heart of it. Um, but then, you know, using Naomi when we identify an area where we can use those design influences for the interiors that, that complements the area, because these are people's homes, and every building is different in that regard. And down to the fact that when we're looking at who we're going to put in the ground floor units, so the way we curate our tenants. So we're very lucky that we've got PKB, um, what I would say is the best. So that's pot kettle back, and so that's that's a leading independent... Coffee coffee chain in, uh, coffee in Manchester, cocktails. but coffee and cocktails, absolutely. And they're also going to be animating some of the food and beverage areas within the building. So they're our partner, again, and we use the word partner, as well as Hero, who are they're opening a 10,000 square feet a gym and wellness centre within the scheme as well. And then they're partnering to operate our residence gym and our technology. So they're all local uh, operators, but best in class. And that's what we want to be able to provide. And, and Angel Gardens crucially becomes a shop window for their own businesses, doesn't it? Absolutely. Which yeah. gives them a lot more buying into what you're doing. So it's not just a simple operator that you're bringing into ticker box on the covenant that says we've got X brand gym. You've yeah. actually got people that live and breathe what you're doing. Yeah, and then, you know, we want to make these buildings accessible to the people of, you know, Manchester, for example, for Angel Gardens, or whether we're building in Edinburgh, uh, wherever we're building across the country. And it has to be something the local people in the area want, and that's what we want to be, accessible, and something that, that you know, provides that service. And, and just closing things off, Naomi Cleaver, how do, we, how do you kind of cross that divide between keeping stuff local and designing for, for a very local taste whilst recognising that, a lot of the customers that may rent a, an apartment from Moda Living are going to be quite global travellers. They're going to be people perhaps working or studying in Manchester, Birmingham, Leeds or, or London that have come from far away, that are maybe doing a, a job at a global business. So how do you how do you satisfy everybody's needs and on all different tastes? Well, I think you, um, you um, distill and crystallise what um, those kind of global international expectations are um, in the context of all the most positive benefits that the specific sites or cities offer. So, um, you know, in, in the case of uh, Angel Gardens and, and Manchester, we're offering everything that a global citizen could possibly want, um, but we're contextualising it in the heart and soul of Manchester. So you're framing it with that industrial heritage sitting at the core yeah, of it. Yeah, the industrial heritage, the music heritage. Um, half my family are actually from Manchester. Um, we've had brilliant fun, uh, as I said, you know, just sifting through the textile archives, but also really getting under the skin of Manchester and what that city is. You know, years ago... Um, it was a very, very gritty city. It's not so gritty now. It's actually quite glamorous. Um, in fact, it's very glamorous. Um, it's a fabulous city. We've got an office there. And, um, and it's got a fabulous sense of humour. For example, in our, in our dining room in Angel Gardens, we've got a, a table that actually says, um, um, a table is made for dancing on, which is a quote from Tony Wilson. Um, so the, the founder of Factory Records. Uh, the founder of Factory Records, exactly. One of the greatest um, record labels that's ever existed. Well, quite. <laughs> uh, as a massive Smiths fan, I was very disappointed not to get a Smiths lyric in there somewhere. But anyhow, I'm satisfied with Tony Wilson, Wilson's quote. But it's about, you know, creating that very specific uh, personality. Personality, I think, is absolutely core to the success of any place that you design and I think Moda 
my interpretation of moda is that it's got a very distinctive and very exciting and, and incredibly well irresistible personality and, and that johnny caddick is, is why you talked about partnering with companies like hero well-being and, and pot kettle black in terms of having these independents that are that are coming out of the ground themselves and really making their mark in the, in the, in the yeah area. i think it's um, one of the the the, the the thing about Moda where it differentiates itself within the build-to-rent sector as far as we see it is that we are an integrated design, build, operator and owner. And what we look at is trying to bring that sense of excitement because we're integrated, because we don't have restrictions built on ourselves. Because you've got tables built for Dantian. Because we've got tables built for Dantian. <laughs> Together with our partners at Apache Capital, um, we have all these innovative ideas. We've got guys from residential backgrounds. We've got guys from shopping centre backgrounds. We've got guys from retail backgrounds. And we all put the ideas in for the mix and we come up with ideas that we just focus on what our customers want. And that is the most important thing to us. What do our customers want? And that's why, at the end of the day, the health and well-being thing, um, element is right front and centre to us. Excellent. Well, look, thank you very much for your time. Johnny Caddock, who's the founder at Mode Living, and Naomi Cleaver, author, broadcaster, and master interior designer. Thanks very much for listening. This has been a Resi podcast. I'm Andrew Teacher at Blackstock. 